Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Point 99 podcast. Honestly, guys, I'm so glad to be back. The past few weeks have simultaneously flown by while also being a right slog. The break, however, was 100% worthwhile. I got some much-needed R&R following the fun of recording Season 1. But I am, of course, back and ready to rumble with Season 2. There's a lot of things to cover in the first episode. Changes to the podcast, some good, some not so good, and, of course, what I've been up to during the break. But before I get to any of that, let's crack out the one constant, the intro. For new listeners, the Point 99 podcast is a running podcast for runners by runners. If you are new to running, we hope to have topics and discussions that will help you along whatever path your journey is taking. Or for any seasoned runners, maybe some stories that will have you empathising with our experiences. Whether it's lessons we've learned during our own journeys, embarrassing stories or heartstring pulling moments. We hope you'll stick with us while we try share some good vibes, motivation and positivity and hopefully we can have a laugh along the way. But let's kick things off with perhaps the biggest change to the podcast. I know I've covered it on a few social media posts, stories and during the bonus episode to bridge the gap between season one and season two. But I also appreciate that not everyone listening either checks Instagram or or has listened to the bonus episode. Unfortunately, runner man Steve has had to take a step back from the show. It's sad to see him depart, but he has assured me it's not because of my rubbish banter. So, for the time being, I'm going to be a solo host for the podcast. Albeit, the interviews might sound a little bit ropey to begin with. I know I'll find my feet eventually and get back rolling as usual in no time. But I also know I have the support of a truly awesome 99 Club and listening community. And if it doesn't work out solo, I have a co-host application list as long as my arm. On the topics of the 99 Club and also merchandise, Steps are still being made to bring each together. The Discord server that I previously mentioned is almost ready to launch, as is our website. With merchandise, however, I've put up a post on Instagram showing the samples I've received from the long-awaited buffs that Nikki requested. So fingers crossed, I'll have a batch of the original design buffs ready for you guys to purchase in the coming weeks. So watch Instagram for more information and updates. And I will, of course, make any announcements on the show. There are, of course, going to be other items of merchandise, some of which are already in production really checking out samples, checking out companies, seeing what works. Um, But yeah, again, watch this space, check for information. And uh, yeah, fingers crossed, it's something you guys are going to want to get your hands on. But back to the podcast as a whole. And for the entirety of season two, and to fill the void left by runner man Steve, I'll be joined by a wide range of excellent guests. Some are already known. Others have yet to be announced, but at least one will feature on each episode. It's going to be a busy season. On top of that, you're also going to be treated to a new release schedule, a weekly show. I know, Laura Hardcastle finally gets her wish, albeit with one less Steve that she'd likely have hoped for. Call it a special treat to Laura given that she's just caught up with season one this week. I'll shortly be introducing you to the very first guest for the season, an absolute queen of the gram that she is, but I'm quickly going to cover what I've been up to in my running world during the interval. Most significantly, Marathon number four. The glorious city of Amsterdam has reared its head, looming on the horizon. In a change of pace to how I train for my first, second and third marathon, so I'm going to be completing a 16-week programme, which I'm already halfway through week two of. 
With week one having already been completed, it felt really good to be back training for a marathon. And touch wood, there's no signs of the knee issue experienced on the run up to Edinburgh. Seems to have healed, so hopefully that continues. Tied to marathon training, I have accepted a partnership with Run Kaizen, a fitness app that is a little bit different to the ones that you've likely heard of before. Unlike Koopa or Runner, Kaizen doesn't set you a bespoke program, plan or pace. Instead, it assesses your past activity and establishes a weekly distance for you to target. If, like me, you have a race to work towards, you can set your desired time goal. The app will then take into consideration your time and your past activities and sets you that weekly target. It's then up to you how you tackle the recommended distance, be it fartlek, interval, tempo, easy or any of the multitude of ways that you can run it. I would say it's probably aimed at people like myself who are quite confident at setting their own programs. Throughout your training, the app will assess your pace and determine a fluid distance change based on the information available through integration with Strava. Certainly, I am not doing the app any justice with my explanation, but I will be joined by the Kaizen team on the podcast ahead of my Amsterdam PB push, who will undoubtedly be able to explain it a thousand times better than I ever could. As I get closer to Amsterdam, I'll share how I'm faring with the app, how my training is going on a weekly basis and everything that I'm experiencing. Next up, I'm also now an ambassador for the legends who are active route. I'm pretty sure I've previously mentioned the brand on the show, but it's a pretty epic role to be offered. Active route actually approached me a number of weeks ago and of course I could not say no. For anyone listening that's an ActiveRoot user or if you want to give them a try, I'll have a discount code available on my Instagram and on the website and that will get you 15% off any order over £20. I'll also hopefully have the boss join me on the podcast to discuss the brand, its origins and their upwards trajectory. The sky is definitely the limits for this brand. But on a running related topic... Some of you may have been aware that I was helping a friend start his running journey. Having no running experience or limited fitness on the go, it was going to be a 0 to 30 minute non-stop project for him. Chris wanted to avoid the standard couch to 5k options, being very headstrong and knowing what he wanted to achieve, but also not wanting to take the 10 weeks that the program usually outlines. So he asked me if I could create a workable plan for him. And that's what I did, as well as joining him on each day to keep him accountable. Each run, we would work on nailing the basics, the pace of each interval, building his breathing pattern and working on his heart rate control, with Chris smashing each week's goal. Come week eight, the final push to run 30 minutes non-stop and he asked if we could achieve something else. He wanted to surpass 30 minutes and try smash 5k. And that's exactly what he did. A non-stop run of 43 minutes and a well-deserved 5k. But since finishing the program, he has also smashed a number of unassisted 5k runs. I couldn't be prouder of Chris for firstly having the bravery to look in the mirror and commit to change. But Also thank him for letting me help him start his journey. His want to commit to running has stemmed from a desire to drop a few pounds in preparation for a Caribbean holiday next year. As I've already said, he's continued his runs in the weeks following the programme's completion, albeit not as regimented as I was holding him to, but I have since joined him and will continue to do so as his story develops. I'm also hoping that he might come on the podcast and talk to everybody a little bit about starting out running, how he's feeling and what his plans are going forward. Otherwise, I've tried to keep my head securely screwed on in preparation for season two. I already have several of the guest interviews pre-recorded, banked and ready to go. Hence my initial comment about sounding a little bit ropey with only each guest to bounce off of. No runner man Steve to pick up my slack. 
And just like that, let's get to my very first guest for season two. And as I've already hailed her, she's an absolute queen of the gram. Having been a follower of her journey since well before my running Instagram page was even created, through to sharing a pizza with her, the true symbol of friendship during the Loch Ness 24. She was always going to be someone I personally wanted to get on the podcast, as did runner man Steve, who will 100% be cheering from the sidelines on this one. With a vast and varied history throughout her running journey, from starting off much like myself as a charity runner, all the way through to multiple marathon successes, including a couple of majors along the way. She is now up to the game and pedalling along a new path. But before I get ahead of myself in the introduction, let's hear from Her Highness herself, Instagram royalty, Emma Joy. How's it going, Emma? <laughs> yeah, really good. I love that. <laughs> uh, it just reminded me of that when you said about the pizza, like what a good day that was. <laughs> oh, spot on, especially since the pizza seemed to last, what, 24 hours almost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that lasted a long, long time and that's yeah. not normal when I was. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd had such a long journey that day though. Um just for transparency, it was during during the Loch Ness 24, um, Emma and, and her partner Stuart had such a long journey. It was pizza was always going to be on the cards, but I think everyone was just absolutely knackered, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. 24 hour race. That will that'll do it for you. <laughs> I think the, I think the pizza actually did it almost end up lasting to the end of the event as well. Yeah. <laughs> that and okay. Lee's Donuts. I think Lee's Donuts went first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> But you've 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 had a great week. Um, you've been out for a run as well, just before we're recording. Yeah, just went out for a nice easy run. It was uh, quite a late night last night. I was at a wedding, so uh, thought I'd get some easy miles in this uh, this evening. <laughs> get rid of the hangover, as you've uh, as you've said you had this morning. <laughs> yeah, I was, was a little bit tired this morning. Uh, don't don't um don't do it, kids. It's not good for you. <laughs> but, uh, you had a busy week, or has it been okay? Yeah, if um I've not um. Done, I did one event in midweek, so um, as as some people might know, I work with Run Through. So I was working there on Wednesday at Battersea Park, and um, yeah, sort of a, a nice evening. And I, I feel like next week's going to be way busier. So sort of getting ready for that now. Spot on, spot on. Well, I think a lot of the listeners have probably have have followed you or know your story a little bit because a lot of them are listeners of the What the Fartlek podcast as well, but. For the 0.1% who might not know, can you share a little bit about your journey so far? I was going to say, and what you do, but you've already mentioned it there with, with <laughs> Run Through. Um, and just how you got started with your kind of fitness and running journey. Yeah, I guess. Um, so it started about just over 10 years ago now. So it feels like a, a long time, sort of a, a lot of my adulthood's been uh, filled with running and and sports or in general. I, I've, I wouldn't say that I've always been quite sporty. I, I sort of um, did a lot of dancing actually when I was younger, but I, I was just after university and as everyone, uh, it was, I'd put on a little bit of weight and I was, you know, at uni you're drinking a lot and probably not eating the most healthiest of foods. And I was sort of going through um, a breakup and also unfortunately my cousin was not very well at the time. And um, I remember meeting his friend in hospital when I was visiting him and he was telling me that he was doing all these half marathons and doing it for charity and I thought do you know what like that's something I, I could do and a lot of people did laugh and be like you run a half marathon definitely not like you're the you're the party animal at uni and and all this lot and and it sort of spurred me on more than anything actually because I was like no I'm going to prove these guys wrong like I'm totally going to be able to do it and um yeah sort of started training for that I was like oh I, I definitely don't want to uh suffer through this half marathon better put some training in um but then during during the training my cousin unfortunately did pass away and it was my sort of outlet it was really good to like have something for me and every time I went out I've just put some music on just kind of be alone with my thoughts or even just to sort of not think and just be out moving my body and it just felt really good to just be away from everything that was happening sort of day to day and 
I know that a lot of people, especially this day and age, you know, through the pandemic and everything, like mental health is such a such a big thing. And and at the time, like running really did save me. It was just a a, a good thing for myself and something that um, helped me, I guess, to help me grieve at the at the time really. But um, I sort of got on to do the half marathon, and I ran for Macmillan Cancer and. I remember just finishing and being like that was an incredible journey like I just want to do that all over again and um and then I planned to do the following year five half marathons throughout the year and sort of try and cut down my time I thought it'd be a nice goal to have for myself and yeah I sort of uh caught the running bug from there and just sort of progressed and as everyone does you finish one race and you're like what's next or like can I go for for further can I go faster and and it just becomes really exciting you see, certainly uh, with what you're saying there as well, running is a big therapy for a lot of people, really good for mental health. But um, it, it's it's disappointing that you're almost written off as you can't do this, but you've proved everyone wrong with with yeah. everything you've, you've, you've smashed so far. I think it's, yeah, it's one of those things that like you can either listen to the to the people or or you can, like I said, prove them wrong. And I think I, I quite enjoyed and um, being able to say like look I can do it like I'm not the person like you thought that I was or like w- what I couldn't do and it it does spur you on sometimes like a little bit of negativity is not always too bad because it's sort of does kind of push you a little bit more you've certainly not left the dancing behind either you were throwing some mad shapes at the side <laughs> of disco at the 24 oh my gosh Lee is amazing <laughs> it was so much fun I loved it you Lee and that drunk random guy but they um, to get a little bit, a little bit sidetracked, and runner man Steve will be proud that I am still doing tangents. The uh, the organisers weren't so sure they were going to do the silent disco this year, but then since we're taking five teams of five, I've asked specifically if they can bring it back. So they made me promise that we'll oh. actually use it effectively this time. Amazing! You've all got to get up this time then. <laughs> <laughs> I won't just sit and eat chips and just just watch. <laughs> no, we need you up on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> right so can you can you kind of cover some of the marathons you've, you've run as well uh as part of your story and um, because i'm not, i know that you've done what's three majors now is it uh yeah i think it's yeah three out of six you're, you're so, halfway uh, there yeah halfway and i know i don't know when i'll be doing my next one because i uh entered the ballot for new york but didn't get a spot but mm-hmm. um yeah sort of trying to figure out what my next steps are because it's um, I've done Berlin, London. Um, oh my goodness, which what's the other one? Chicago. Berlin. And Chicago, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I did that just before the pandemic, which was really good. Um, so I think the 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 next three are sort of the hardest ones probably to get into. So sort of yeah, trying to figure out what my my mate running majors journey is from now on forward. But we'll see, we'll see. Well, that does remind me it must be coming up soon that uh, Tokyo ballot opens because I remember yourself and Stu signing up for the ballot yeah oh yeah set time. yeah so I probably will enter the ballot again and uh well, probably get rejected again <laughs> <laughs> how many times have you done London now so I've done London twice which was London. really good I did um uh once for charity for Macmillan and then also a ballot spot so if you got lucky with a ballot can you keep your fingers crossed for me for thursday then oh my goodness yes fingers crossed for everyone who's uh signed up for the ballot (laughs) not everyone emma not everyone we can't all get in (laughs) definitely you need to come down because we need to uh to show you some of the sites in london as well (laughs) yeah we need to go for a run in london as well i mean i've been down a couple of times but i've not actually run in london i would really like to oh yes definitely let's let's get you on there Right, so running running is kind of out the way, but it does transfer into what your your new new your new kind of interest is in triathlon. Um, originally, I kind of thought that you might go down ultra route. Like I seem <laughs> to have that in my in my horizontal uh, kind of sights now, but you seem to have taken a dive down a different route. Um, but not just triathlon, Ironman. How's how's yeah. that all come about? That's absolutely mental, isn't it? When you think it about is. it, <laughs> especially if you'd if you'd asked me like a year ago or before that, like, oh, do you, would you do ever do a half Ironman? I'd be like, 
Hell no, like definitely not. But um, I guess it was sort of uh, during the pandemic, I'd I'd had a small injury and I sort of got into um, doing like a lot more strength training. And I was like, but I need to get like my fix that's sort of similar to, to running. And I, I bought a bike and I don't know if anyone remembers how difficult it was to get a bike during that time. <laughs> but um, I was up day and night looking to go and get um, a bike and ended up getting a road bike and it was really nice to sort of cycle like especially it was a, a lot quieter on the roads and and uh, I sort of yeah got got a little bit more into it and um probably still don't love it as much as running but it was one of those where I was like do you know what like I can do something else now like maybe I should um try something different and I guess we all sort of get to a point where maybe we're not necessarily we don't care about getting faster or like doing different distances so I thought this might be just a nice change and um like luckily I work within sort of the the running industry and I was able to get a spot at one one of um one of the London triathlon and I was like well when's a better time to do it now like I've, I have to just sort of I'm very good at like having to just put it on my plate and then deal with it so now that I had the spot I was like I have to train for it and and go for it and it was just so much fun um and I know that it's just mad because like Oh yeah, doing a sprint triathlon is very different to doing a, a half Ironman. But I've got a lot of friends who have have done the Ironman seventy point three, and I was like watching their journey, and I was I was thinking like maybe I should give that a go. That looks that looks like quite a lot of fun. Um, and then yeah, so I just decided to sign up to it, and and now that I've got the place, and um, yeah, I have to train for it because. No one wants to struggle uh, during a half Ironman. So, well, yeah. As you say, sp- sprint sprint triathlons one thing, but you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Oh, of so course. How it's many cool. have you done now? Have you got your sprint triathlon? You've done a couple, another couple, haven't you? Yeah. So I, I did my second one at Blenheim Palace this year. Um, I heard from a lot of friends it was a really good one to do. And although it's very hilly, it was uh, very scenic and it was uh, a very pretty pretty sort of a it was nice to do the cycle and the run there and the lake swim like bearing in mind I was never ever a swimmer like I I can swim sort of breaststroke like about a year ago I only started to learn how to front crawl and um it's it was actually my favorite part the lake swim because it was just really clear underneath and it was just the sun was shining and it was nice and cool to be in the water and yeah it's it's the swimming that's really taken me by surprise because it's always the part that I was not so good at and didn't know too much about and I've got really sort of into it like it's nice just to sort of be back at the beginning again and just learn learn something brand new and and just see where your progression is because when you're running for a long time there becomes a point where you do just sort of I guess plateau or you you lose a little bit of motivation whereas with with something brand new like the swimming it's it's really easy to sort of see progression and it's and it's a good feeling. And how we you just kind of touched on there that you're you were never the strongest swimmer and how does the idea of being in a half Ironman group where it could potentially be quite of a, a jostle to, to get in the water how does that uh, settle with you are you, you quite confident about just barge through and, and get it done not not quite like yeah. a sprint Ironman as well where it's it's, it's a little bit more pl- uh, polite in a way yeah I, I mean I've heard so many horror stories about the, the swim part and I'm very much going to just stand aside and just let all the people who want to be super fast just go ahead and then um, I guess I'll just sort of follow in in between but from my last two sprint triathlons I sort of I've learned to kind of try and gauge like sort of where I'm, I'm in the pack so it's just I know that um, there are still people that will be sort of you know taking their time and like breaststroking so um, yeah, it's one of those where I just sort of like get an idea maybe of like where whereabouts I can place myself, but I won't be anywhere near the front at, at all. But I've, I've come to sort of, yeah, just think, take it as it is, like just do your thing. And like, um, it's not about anyone else, like people, if they no, want to go yours, up and yeah. do it really quick, it's, you know, that's great. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be doing it really quick. So um, yeah, I, I've, I've, I've even went to so that's where my race is a couple of weeks ago and and I went to exactly where the race will be and got in the water and and actually did a little bit of front crawl there and and it was actually something I was very frightened of like I was really scared of the sea swim and I did think when I signed up I was like I need to figure out that fear because uh I'm, I'm gonna be in there for quite a long time so um 
but it was nice to actually just be in the water and and actually just you know get my head under the water and and it might seem like when when I mention it on Instagram like oh you know I may, might make it look easy but it's it's been quite a journey like it is it has been quite a frightening thing and I've sort of like built myself up to do that so I, I'm feeling sort of proud at the moment that I'm I was able to do that and now I'm a little bit more confident about actually getting in there and doing the swim part so yeah it just takes a lot of time and uh, you just need to yeah I guess keep pushing yourself. No you definitely definitely should be proud because it's it's like you say to, to get to kind of step out of your comfort zone and swimming by all accounts is it sounds like you're you're weaker of the of the three events because you are you're a very strong runner uh, and you're run you're, you're even your cycling as well you've had a few cycling events recently that's coming on leaps and bounds too since since it kind of kicked off in uh, in lockdown so no you should be proud definitely that was going to be my next question though you, <laughs> you have just been in Portugal and I was going to ask it was it a kind of like a scouting a, a half holiday half scout yeah. in a way uh but that that does make more sense now but is that the next event the is Ironman 70.3 the next event or do you have something in between well um I might be doing a couple more races sort of in the lead up to um I've got my Birmingham Olympic triathlon so that's a new distance for me as well um so that will be that'll be fun to find out uh, how I get on with that one so that's the beginning of August so I think it's yeah about a month away um I'll yeah. be doing the Olympic distance and then um I think I've got an, a sprint triathlon to sort of um practice the transition parts as well um and then I also have a duathlon early September so I'll be doing uh, the London duathlon which I've heard is also very very hilly which will be good practice for Portugal um, and I'm hoping to try and squeeze in a half marathon at some point just to again like tune up for the race that I'll be doing in October which will be the half Ironman. Spot on spot on and as it kind of keeps closer though is is, is that do you have a plan of attack for October or is it kind of just use these other events and, and train as effectively as you can? Yeah so I'm, I'm I'm doing sort of a lot of um of each discipline at the moment but um the triathlons are sort of yeah like my way of building up and just uh, getting an experience on race day and like I said practicing those transitions which is something that you don't necessarily do in training um so yeah just sort of uh to get me get me a, a good feel of like how it will be because then I can sort of I guess judge how long I'll be in each um discipline as well because the another fear is just sort of not even making the cutoffs and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. at least it will give me a good indication of of where I am time wise as well. Um, and it will just be really fun to sort of do the races because you always push yourself a little bit more. And um, yeah, sort of as your confidence builds, yeah. you're going to push yourself more and more. Yeah, exactly. And it's sort of um, yeah, like, as you say, it's built a lot of confidence being able to do the other triathlons so then I'm sort of like well it's okay because I only have to do x more amount more do you know what I mean yeah yeah and talking confidence you must be super confident to go to a, a local pool wearing a full wetsuit do you not get odd looks <laughs> no because we're all in wetsuits all right so, so it's, just... it's closed off for that it's not just open with yeah. random people okay okay oh, no. I, mean, I did see the photo I'm thinking Emma must get some really really strange looks when she's going <laughs> in the pool in the full suit I know oh, no. London's got some weird fashion, but come on. <laughs> no, it's a it's a tri club, so it's right. um yeah, it's it's an it's specifically just for, for <laughs> those doing triathlon. So it's not me just rocking up to a pool with with my wetsuit on. <laughs> I honestly can't say anything. No, we we went paddle boarding um late earlier this week. Uh, took the wetsuit off, had stuff on underneath, but I um I went into Tesco's and just my dry jacket, and it must have oh, just looked so <laughs> odd. Both the two of us, myself and myself and Joe, just walking through Tesco's, just some oh odd looks. <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, no, it's, it's fairly a fairly kind of brief chat we're doing. I think on each episode, um, but as we approach the end of the chat, and as I plan to do with all the guests, or at least the guests that are happy to talk about it, and you've seen you've seen the, the, the questions in advance, so you've not vetoed this one. I'd like to take a, a minute to talk about mental health and your experience with it. So you've already touched on that, but um, if you're happy to, if we can expand on that. So as I say, my plan is to, if nothing else, to help normalise and talk about the subject. Um, being that we followed each other for a good number of years now, 
and I personally call you a friend. You you know uh, I've confided in you, and I've heard little bits from yourself as well. Uh, over especially over lockdown, we had our difficulties. Um, yeah. But can you shed a little bit of light on some of the difficulties, uh, other than how your running journey started out? Obviously, that that was a big effect on you. But um, any difficulties and how you, you've moved on from them and continue to move on from them? Yeah, I guess um, I, I even feel like post pandemic, it's it's so much easier to talk about it. Um, there's still a little bit of room to try and and like like you say, make it a, a normal thing, but. Um, Prior, prior to the pandemic it was just something that people didn't talk to talk about as much and like I remember going through that period of time where I was um I guess not very well sort of mentally and I remember going to the doctors and I couldn't I felt like I couldn't speak to a lot of people about it because there was some sort of shame around it and mm-hmm. um I remember talking to you know even people close to me and they were like we just we don't know why you've not mentioned it or spoken about it but it's just it's just something that I think um many many other people probably feel feel the same or have felt the same where you just it's so easy to say oh just reach out and talk to people and that is what eventually sort of helped me to get through that period of time but it's it is difficult when you're in that moment because you do feel like a little bit of shame you're like oh I shouldn't be feeling like this or or those sorts of questions and I always feel like um when I was going through that period of time and I was um talking to doctors and things like that um I just remember it like I said it was one of those where it was like my my secret and that made it way worse because you just were left alone like I said just thinking about things and then it sort of escalating and um it wasn't a really good period of my my life but I remember even just speaking to my cousin who who did pass away and and I remember him saying like oh I don't want to leave this world and you all just you know cry and be miserable like I want you to all you know you're going to eventually move on and you know even though you'll think about me I, I want you all to be positive I want you to you know think of the good things and and I was a bit like oh how can someone say that that's just just insane like mm-hmm. of course we're going to be upset but uh, you know he's right in the sense of you know life will continue like after that and you have to deal with those things and you know, we never got over the fact that he did pass away, but it's one of those things. It's like, I want to talk about him, you know, all the time because he is part of our life, like regardless of whether he's here in person or not. But um, yeah, I think talking is a a big thing. Like for me, I felt as soon as I was able to open up and speak to people and try not to feel that shame, it, it became a little bit easier. And I do sort of think about like, I'll have those moments of, you know doubt or moments where I am low and I'll just think back and be like you know tomorrow's a new day I've got to to get just get through this and you know think about the positives that I've got like and it is hard to to say like think of the positives but I generally feel when I think about the things that I have in my life that are are good it's what sort of like takes me through that because you know we have to respect the fact that you know we've we've got this life and I, I don't want to you know have those periods of time and them to be you know that's all I'm going to ever sit in and I know that I will have them again like it's going to happen to all of us we'll all have you know those moments but you have to get through it and you have to think about you know about tomorrow and like how you're going to be and and it's good to have a great network of people around you because now if I'm feeling any sort of I guess any feelings that in that way I'm able to to reach out to those people around me and just say like I'm not feeling okay and that's what we we all need to do and you know just hold our hands up and say I'm not okay I need I need to talk about this and it is hard it's it's horrible and um I guess it's finding something that brings you happiness so it could be running it could be you know any other sport it could be you know being creative it could be whatever you need that to be but having something for yourself um could help help you as well so yeah it's 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 never a nice subject to talk about because you always feel like you know it's a negative thing but we we have to be open about it and you see you can, you can find a find something that gives you joy and running does for a lot of people or for yourself it could be three sports in one 
Yeah, just I'll just be bad at all three. <laughs> oh, no, not. Well, th- thanks for thank you for for sharing though, because I th- I think it, even today on on my long run, um, I I've, st- I've started doing YouTube videos and I've not I've not made them public. They're public, but I've not like shouted them out. They're they're there. If anyone wants to to see them, they can find them. They're on the podcast page on the podcast YouTube page, um, and. Because I've I've already pre-recorded episode two and episode four, both both chaps that are on those episodes have also spoken about mental health, and especially episode four, uh, Patrick spoke about a friend of his. And I can't I won't I won't say too much because I don't want to give it away for for episode four. But it, it's it's really it kind of really punches you in the feels because you think well I've I've had similarities. Um, and 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 similar sort of um, feelings and uh, experiences as he's talking about, and he's come out so positive about it. And I think that's what we've got we've got to do. We sometimes do have to to put a smile on and think. No, you got to make the most of it. You've got to find, as you say, your joys. You've got to find what works for you, but you've also got to confide in people and, and be able yeah. to speak to people. Um, and I know certainly I've, I've found those people. Um, so that's, that's for me, I've, I've got a network and you've got your network, but um, also something that um, Mike, the pull for ultra runner will mention in, 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 in episode two. And again, I don't want to give too much away, but it's finding the, the right people to speak to because anyone, you can yeah. talk to anyone, but it's getting the right, feedback from people because certain things can trigger people or certain information can be can be wrong information and knowing how to to send someone a message is very very important yeah. um but we'll move it we'll move away from that because it is a, it is a bit of a, a of, a, of a, a touchy subject so we'll move away from that at the moment and uh we'll, we'll look ahead to to what's going on in the lipstick and trainers empire and <laughs> uh, we've already kind of touched on some of the things that's going on but uh, can you give us a, a quick rundown of what might be coming after the Ironman in October? Oh, wow. Yeah, I was thinking about this and I feel like once I've, I've got to the half Ironman and I've sort of just not planned anything ahead of that just because I'm like, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, what if I, you know, decide that's, you know, not probably the route I want to go down. So I've sort of at the moment left it as as the half Ironman. However, um there are thoughts so like you said maybe enter Tokyo Ballot probably won't get it but uh, just thinking about those things um, I'll probably do some maybe a race sort of early spring um, try and and get a PB sort of in my longer distances so half marathon and marathon maybe so that's sort of like ideas I've got but also just thinking once I've got the half Ironman out the way yeah, what will be my new focus? And I've sort of just given myself a little bit of a break. Also, I'll want to probably not do too much after the race. So yeah, I sort of like going to put a a pause, but sort of keep those ideas bubbling and sort of keeping an eye on what's going on around me and, you know, what people have recommended. And then maybe for the new year, do sort of what's next on the agenda. So yeah, it's a bit open at the minute. You'll need a well-deserved rest anyway. Oh my goodness. Yeah, (laughs) it's been time for for the... uh, winter and christmas period <laughs> that's yeah you've got you can fatten yourself up like a christmas turkey and then plan for <laughs> plan for 2024 yeah <laughs> exciting <laughs> okay, so i don't want to take up too much more of your time um but can we finish off uh with something that myself and steve used to do uh, in in season one and and it's not something i'm going to be doing so much of in season two but um some shout outs um uh, it will vary on how i end, end each episode and it certainly has already with the pre-recorded ones but you know like the best people uh to shout out and to really get into some of the listeners feeds if they if they don't already follow them but i know you're also going to say i don't really want to shout anyone out cuz i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to miss some people yeah uh, <laughs> uh, I don't. I hope you've you've been able to pick some. But could, do you have anyone? Like, have you have you picked some people that you would you would recommend that people kind of our listeners look at on their profiles and and follow for like good content, positive well, content. 
Yeah, I was I was thinking about this because I was like, oh my god, there's just so many people, and it's one of those ways. Once you start reeling off names, and then someone will be like, well, I was never mentioned, <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I've forgotten this person or whatever. But there's, I guess that the I've got some profiles that sort of, um, I guess there are bigger profiles, but ones that I tend to like like every single post that they do. Um, so I, I've started following. I think it's La Triathlete, and it's um. Uh, of course, triathlete. She's um, she's amazing. She does loads of funny videos. Um, she again because I I wanted some sort of triathlon, um, stuff on my feed. I, I follow a lot of runners, so I wanted to sort of yeah engage within the triathlon community just to sort of get an idea of you know what goes on and like there's things that you just wouldn't know until you you start training for a triathlon. So it's it's been good to follow her because she just sort of jokes and makes funny things about like triathlon and I'll, and I'll share them to people and people are like I don't get it because I don't do triathlon but it's it's just good to sort of um yeah have someone like that but also there's um Laura McGreen I think a lot of people follow her she's again super hilarious she'll um tend to talk a lot about um other runners and she'll make really jokey reels and she's um just become a mum I think about a year ago so she'll she'll make really funny reels on that and it's just really sort of real and down to earth sort of um and again yeah running she's she's a great runner as well so uh those those profiles sort of stand out to me but I know that they're sort of the bigger profiles but they are hilarious I think laughter is the sort of key to my heart so if anyone shares funny reels and stuff like that I'm like oh brilliant like I need to to follow this but yeah I I follow so many incredible runners and I feel like not one journey is is the same I feel like there's a lot of people who it's really good to sort of follow the people that are doing the same things as you so for example um when I was doing um training for London Marathon I followed the hashtag London Marathon and and sort of got to see like what other people are doing and it is really good to sort of keep keep an eye on like what's going on and uh, and similarly for the the triathlon I, I follow the hashtag uh, Ironman Portugal and and I think that's where you sort of then find new profiles and and get to chat to other people who are experiencing the same things as you. Because I feel like it's only ever relevant when you're doing it. Do you get what I'm I'm saying? Even though like it's yeah. it's great. I love watching there's people that do ultras and I that's not a, a route I guess I've I've ever gone down, but it is really cool to see what other people are doing or things that I might eventually aspire to do. But um yeah, it's sort of good to to keep keep an eye on what's going on and like especially people who are doing the same races as you and 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 it's always good to have a big meet up on the after race day as well so um yeah there's just so many people and I did think about it and I was like do you know what once I say this person I'm gonna have to say this person and this person and this person but um yeah I follow a lot of great people and it's 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 really fortunate to sort of be within the running community and I guess being a part of a run through as well there's lots of runners there who are you know starting their journey with running and those that have been running for years and running ridiculous times like 15 minute 5ks and and that sort of thing so it's yeah it's good to sort of see what other people are doing I thought you were going to hit the escape road and just shout out some of the Dash Hound uh, profiles myself. <laughs> I thought that was going to be your get out clause. <laughs> oh my gosh, I do follow so many Dash Hound profiles. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> I mean, yeah, Every time exactly. I see one, I go, oh, I want to take a photo of that and send it to Emma. Yeah. Um, oh, I get so many people who send me Dash Hound stuff all the time. I absolutely <laughs> love it. <laughs> Uh, it's also quite reassuring to 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 know that you've not you're not you're not ruling out the idea of an ultra, so it could be ultra Emma twenty twenty four. Who knows? Who knows? I'll, I'll probably follow. Yeah, your your route. You're you're doing an ultra, right? Soon. Um, I, I haven't signed up for it yet, but I do have my mind on one. Being it's very local, so it's almost it would be a shame for me not to do it. And it, it, there there's a two day event option. It's a lot of money. Oh wow! I, I don't really fancy doing the two day uh, the two the two day event, but the single day event it's it's more manageable cost wise. It starts almost at a similar place to the start of the Loch Ness Marathon, albeit the mm. elevation change is is dramatic. It's dramatically wow. different, but I did spectate there this year. Um, a couple, of, well, at least one of the members of the the Who Dropped the Deborah Loch Ness Twenty Four team was running at it. So I went to spectate and cheer her on. Being 
that I was local. I thought, well, it'd be rude of me not to. And then there was a chap doing an ultra. One, another one of our members, uh, Gary, he was doing an ultra here just, just yesterday. And I could have gone and seen him, but I hadn't clicked until he was running it that he was doing it. It was like a 70 miler. And oh, it was wow. too late. But I wouldn't be doing anything as extreme as, as 70 miles or 100 miles, not to begin with. Yeah. I have got my, my, my eyes are, are kind of trying to see which ones are best for me, but probably a 50 kilometer ultra to begin with. And it can be at the moment either the Run the Blades, which is oh, yes. coming up in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, but wouldn't be this year, it'd be for next year, or the Ultra X Scotland uh, 50. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've, I've got a friend that has done that one and it, it looks really cool. It, it is it's seriously cool. I mean, the the some of the guys coming across the line, they could have gone again, but it was just so phenomenal <laughs> to see such amazing athletes. But it's not. It's like you said as well, there's, there's people starting their running journeys all shapes and sizes doing it because it is a little bit more relaxed. It's, it's less, it's yeah. less about going for time. It's more for going for enjoyment. And I think that's what yeah. I like the idea of, especially having paced Edinburgh this year and having a little bit more of a sedate run, a, run with it and enjoying it. Yeah. I, I think ultras are something that I could, I could do. I want to at least tick off at least one. I think that's yeah. something. Well, 50 K is a nice place to start. <laughs> yeah. Cause if you can run a marathon, you should hopefully be able to do a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also it's for me, what would attract me is the, all the snacks along the way. <laughs> yes. yes. But I, I'm also not ruling out the idea of a triathlon. I was saying I, I, well, previously I, I had a spot in what they, they call locally a tri-tri. So it, it's, a, it's one of, like you say, a kind of um, a speed try, short, short format. But uh, it was when I was still playing American football uh, and I'd uh, picked up an injury that stopped me doing much with my knee. So um, I didn't I didn't get to do it, but I did spectate my brother doing it and it looked phenomenal. Um, I didn't see it this year. I I know I know it's completed because, again, another one of the Hood River team is a triathlete um, locally and her squad were doing it. So I thought I missed out this year, but I'll keep an eye. I'll, I'll, put, a, oh, I'll put a reminder in my phone this year for next year. to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, cycling and running, I'm, I'm more than happy with, especially cycling. That's that's probably my strongest. Swimming, I'm strong, but I also don't like swimming in and around people. That's my yeah. biggest issue. Oh, um, okay. So we'll see. We'll see. Oh, you'll have to let me know. I will. I might just surprise you and just yeah. turn up one day and race against you. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you leave you me in to. your dust. That would be a really good video. <laughs> oh, that has been spot on, Emma. Thank you very much for coming to speak to me, especially being episode one as well. I mean, I, I don't think I could think of anyone better or anyone that I would, would have preferred to be as my my first my first guest for the season. Oh no, thank thanking you. Like it's always good to have a chat with you as well. So it's mm-hmm. uh, it feels like forever since we were able to jump on a call or something but yeah it's it's been a pleasure thanks for for asking me as you say, it's long overdue my uh my appearance in london so fingers yeah. crossed for thursday <laughs> um and I, I think even if i don't get it i'll be down at some point anyway and we'll, we'll yeah. get around and we'll explore or uh, i'll make again a, maybe a random appearance at a run-through event that you're working yeah. at oh my goodness yeah definitely you'll have to let me know and then we'll go for pizza <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> Right. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll move on now, but I hope you enjoy the the new week and uh, good luck in the 70.3. Yeah, thank you very much. I'll need it. (laughs) How awesome was that? I absolutely love speaking with Emma, although as she pointed out, it has been a hot minute. So it was truly awesome that she accepted to come on, be the first guest and share a little bit about her story with triathlon and everything that's coming up for her. If you don't already, maybe consider jumping over to Emma's Instagram page and that is at lipstick.and.trainers. I'd be very surprised if you don't already follow her, but I would highly recommend if you do, her content is really motivational, inspirational. And as Emma also said, she works for Run Through, so you may bump into her at events throughout London or across the entirety of England. 
Before I sign off for this episode, I would like to return to something that was mentioned in the interview, and that would be my new YouTube channel, or at least a rebranded version of a channel that I had on the go anyway. I'm 100% taking inspiration from the awesome Running With Stephen on this project. Yes, another Stephen, but I will be predominantly focusing on my training and road to Amsterdam. But in and amongst the Amsterdam videos and content, I will also be sharing a little bit of behind the mic stuff for the podcast, maybe some sneaky sample merch um, sneak peeks, but we'll just have to wait and see what comes up. But otherwise, that is episode one done. It's certainly a lot more compact than any of the episodes from season one. But as things go forward, and like I mentioned in the introduction, I will find my feet again, and I'm sure the episodes will begin to lengthen. Remember to let me know what you think about this episode, but also the podcast as a whole. I can only develop it with listener feedback and what you guys want to hear. But if you are liking the podcast, if you could drop us a like or review on the podcast listening platforms of choice, I would really appreciate it. It does help so much. And the same would also apply for YouTube, although don't feel pressured to follow, but it does help a lot and it would encourage me to to do a little bit more extra content. Episode number two will be coming at you next Friday. That's Friday the 14th. And my guest will be the Pulfit Ultra Runner, otherwise known as Mike Houston. Not to give too much away for the episode, but I really enjoyed speaking to Mike. He's really, really inspirational. I could have listened to him for hours and I did have the privilege of meeting him at a concert, but more about that next week. So until then, take care, enjoy your runs and you'll hear from me soon.